Welcome back to A People's Guide to Publishing. I'm Joe Beal, the founder and CEO of Microcosm Publishing and Distribution. I'm also the author of A People's Guide to Publishing, which distills what I've learned from selling millions of books over the past 25 years. I'm Ellie Blue. I'm the Editorial and Marketing Director here at Microcosm. We are an independent midlist publisher based in Portland, Oregon and Cleveland, Ohio. We have over 700 books, over 25 employees, and we make about 40 new books every year. And we distribute thousands of titles from other publishers. We started this podcast so that we can share what we've learned with newer publishers so that you can learn from our mistakes. Or maybe you just want to understand the publishing industry. This week, we are going to explain what it means to have distribution client publishers. Oh, not to be one, but to have one. Oh, well, yeah, I guess to be one. Most people would be one. Most people wouldn't have one. But we have grown in almost 30 years sufficiently to the point where we... Oh my gosh, we are at almost 30 years. That's horrifying. <laughs> that is so... That's so, like, my bad joke as that I had as a child is now nearly 30 years old. What was your bad joke? Microcosm. Well, this bad joke is all grown up, and now we employ and sassing people. the adults. That's right. We're more fun than ever. Somebody commented that our most recent title list looks like something off someone's trapper keeper, and I've never felt more complimented. Mm-hmm. But um, scene. I know, right? But um, we do. Yes, we now have. We have graduated from being someone's distribution client to having distribution clients of our own. What does that mean, Joe? So. Most publishers, it's about how you're brought to market, you know, it's like when you're, you know, when you grow asparagus, you aren't like meeting with all of your customers, you are like your relationships are mediated. So like you might bring some to the market, but rather than sitting there all month, you would be like, hi, person that sells things at the market. Would you like to add asparagus to your cart? And then you get to the point where you're like, oh, that trip to the market is so taxing. Let me have this company who distributes to all the markets handle this for me. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's really taxing. Like I need some like regional people that can sub-distribute to all the markets in their parts of the world. And then quickly you have the book publishing industry, which is- Making your piece smell since the 1600s. <laughs> And so the way this works is pretty much the same way where you make a book and then you benefit by economics of scale. So most publishers are too small for most retailers to have a direct relationship with them. Like just the cost of managing and writing those checks is too great that it would just doesn't make any sense. So they want to buy through somebody they have an account with. And so, and those options have become limited in the last, I guess, 20 years now. And so a lot of, there was a lot of buyouts and consolidation. And now, I mean, it's interesting because the major publishers have invested significantly in this, like the big five, do a lot of this kind of uh, client trade publisher distribution 
And then there are dedicated companies that do it as well, like SCB or uh, Independent Publishers Group or, you know, like lots of companies that, or maybe not lots, half a dozen companies that do that in addition. And so um, and there's a great interview about 100 episodes ago where we interviewed Curtis Lowe, who is our Northwest sales rep, about all this and like why and how this best services the needs of independent bookstores. But really what it comes down to is when you, a small independent book publisher, work with a trade distributor, you benefit from all of their economics of scale and their knowledge base and their experience. So then they can come back to you and be like, raise the price, lower the price, new cover, tell me, add this word, switch these two things, you know. It's not, but it's not just things like that. It's like they can more or less get a meeting with anybody and everybody. So they can go in and be like, here is the new book from podcast viewer publisher and you know what and then they can bring you feedback which is super valuable from the the buyer oftentimes and then similarly you know you you get paid because you don't have to collect all those debts and you know there's limitations obviously but when you're starting out the other thing is most publishers don't actually want to manage the business end. They just want to get a monthly check that exceeds their printing bills. Don't we all? Mm -hmm. So what does Microcosm look for when we're vetting potential distribution clients? Well, I guess we should back it up and s remind our viewing public that in 2018 we gave notice with our final trade distributor after about 20 years of having trade distributors and we didn't know this yet but we quickly discovered that we could do a better job on our own and so we began handling all those relationships directly so that's everything from like all the bookstores work with us through our commissioned field reps who go and meet with those stores and have relationships and you know that's everything to like we handle our own warehousing we handle our own collections we handle our own fulfillment and our sales grew 56 percent in that first quarter and then by the end of the year they had doubled you know so like we were like okay wow our scrappy band of ragamuffins can actually do this better than a global corporation that's shocking and wow okay and then within a few more years, we were like, okay, like we can actually offer this service to other publishers. So, which does bring us back to your question, which has an answer that is, you, we want publishers who make books that we can sell in tandem with our own books, mm -hmm. you know, because it doesn't do any good if a publisher needs to be selling to stores that we don't have relationships with because we don't have those relationships and they would be just as well making them on their own. And, but everybody benefits, including them, if their books are sold to the same accounts and sell well alongside ours. And so we don't have very many of these. We have less than half a dozen, but there they are publishers where the books fit in well you know the books sell easily we don't have to reinvent the wheel 
and you know they're good at development they're good at taking feedback you know things like that so you want things to you know benefit in terms of economics of scale does that answer your question yeah that's a great answer mm -hmm. and so why do this are you asking me sure um, so that we can widen our bag and um, build our community stronger. Mm -hmm. That's a good answer, but I'm going to flesh out widen our bag, which means like, you know, it's kind of like have more opportunities to meet with existing customers or create new customers. Like maybe we only had two titles that would go in a certain store. Ten, the popular wisdom is that if you have six, they will like write an order or meet with you. And then you're much more likely to get other stores like that as a result. And then similarly, you know, everything is a consolidation game right now in publishing. So the more that we have to offer, the more reason that people have to work with us. You know. Thanks for joining us once again. Please send your questions to podcast at microcosmpublishing.com so we can answer them on future episodes. And please give us five stars on iTunes and everywhere else that podcasts are reviewed. You can find us on the internet at microcosm.pub. On Twitter at microcosm. On Facebook at microcosm publishing. On Instagram at microcosm underscore pub. And here in Portland, Oregon on North Williams Avenue. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful week.